This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're now listening to Boomsies with Dan O'Toole on the Bet Rivers Network. I have a big apology coming up and a tale about a Canadian arena that, uh, might shake you to your boots. Bamsies. Checking him out on Instagram, on Spotify. Very talented bloke. I am Dan O'Toole. This is Boomsies. Hope you're doing well. Wanted to start with that apology I alluded to off the top. Because uh, something happened at a McDonald's drive through in Canada. In which... Uh, Someone ordered their food, pulled up to the window, and refused to move. And it was an incident. As soon as I saw that, I said, oh, shit. <laughs> this can't be good. A while back, I mentioned how I got some fries. I said, ah, I'm just going to wait here and get them. I waited one minute. So um, I was sent that video by a lot of people and said, way to go, Dan. So I apologize to McDonald's. I did mean to uh, cause discourse. Didn't mean to interrupt your lines. In fact, I went to McDonald's on family day, which you do as a family. Because I said, we're getting some McFlurries. I ordered a McChicken combo for the first time in probably two years. With a root beer. The root beer was the rootiest root beer I've ever had in my life. It was delicious. The McChicken, fantastic. The McFlurry, unreal. Wooden spoon, I toss that thing out. I eat it when I get home with a real spoon. Can't eat with those wooden spoons. Gives me the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> so I had a big, big order. And as soon as I got to that window, I'm like, I'm ready. I, I didn't even want to stop. I was going to pull up because I knew I had to. As soon as they said, can you? I'm like, yep, I'm there. I pulled right up. So, so, so sorry, McDonald's. I saw the error of my ways and I apologize. Just, uh, just tell, just do what they tell you. I don't care if you order one fry. 
bull up. I'm, I'm there. I'm going straight past that window from now on. Just pulling right up. Um, the other thing I, I wanted to get to was, uh, well, there, there's a lot of things on my mind. But I like to get the things that are irking me off my mind. So I can get into the, the fun stuff. It was revealed over the weekend that Taylor Swift donated $100,000 to the GoFundMe of one of the victims in the Kansas City Chiefs parade mishap. I shouldn't call it a mishap, disaster, tragedy. One of the people that lost their lives, she donated $100,000 to the GoFundMe. So being the naive person that I am, I said, oh, man, this is, this is great. For those people that somehow don't like Taylor Swift. Finally, they're going to say, okay, this is a person that donates millions to her crew, to food banks. They're going to say, yep, this is great. And then I went into the comments. People mad about uh, how $100,000 was like $5 to the general public. Why didn't she donate more? She did it for public. I'm like, enough. Can we, can we not just view someone doing something nice and say, that's awesome. Helping a family in need, the worst point of their lives, donating that large sum of money to help with any cost they may, that may incur because of the tragedy. But no. And I hit a low point. I'm like, there's nothing anyone can do in the world now without someone saying, ah, they did it for this reason. Ah, they could have done more. So if you find yourself being one of those people and you have those thoughts for some reason, keep them to yourself. The world will be a better place if you just keep it to yourself. As my mom always says, if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. T-Swizzle. Oh, and then the... Uh, the <laughs> The Swifties not happy with uh, Travis Kelsey at the Super Bowl parade and getting all bombed and slurring his words. They're like, yeah, she's not going to like this. She got a glimpse. So I'm sure Travis will be on his best behavior now. She pro he probably got a talking to. He was like, eh, you uh, probably shouldn't do that. That's like when uh, Jay and I went to a Rough Riders game with uh, Brent Butt when we were there shooting our part in the uh, Corner Gas movie. So that back in my, uh, my previous life, when I was uh, liking the booze, we were in a suite where if you, you're liking the booze and you're in a suite where the booze is free, it'll look out. So we were into the cocktails and then Brent's like, hey, we're going on the radio here after the game. And I'm like, oh, no. 
So I, I kept my comments to a minimum because the state I was in, I only said a few things. But Jay and I fly back to L.A. The next day, uh, my boss at Fox sees me waiting to get on the elevator, and he's like, heard you on the radio after the football game there in uh, Canada. Sounded like you had a few. I'm like, uh, we had a good time. Onto the elevator I went. That was a clear message delivered. The feeling I had hearing that from my boss is exactly what Travis Kelsey would feel hearing it from Taylor Swift. Sounded like you had a few there, uh, Travis. Okay, message delivered. Okay. Oh, True Detective. Watch that. Uh, if you watch the True Detective, th- no spoilers here. My synopsis on this season with Jodie Foster. By the way, she's a fantastic actor. She is spectacular. Saw an interview with her. She said, yeah, they shot it up in Alaska. And if you pay attention, some of the outdoor scenes, she says, it's colder than it. It was actually colder than it looked. And you can hear it in her voice because her face is frozen. You know, the frozen face when you try to talk. She goes, you could hear that in some of the scenes. It's so cold. My face is frozen. And I'm like, yeah, I hear that. It was a six season episode this year of uh, True Detective. Could have been four. And for some reason. They went uh, two or three episodes with nothing happening. And then in the final episode, everything happens. It's like they they got to that sixth episode. They're like, oh, man, we got to tie up a lot of loose ends here. Okay, let's throw it all in here. Could have easily inserted some of those things into the episodes where nothing happened. Brilliantly shot. Visually stunning, but too much all at once at the end. If you are going to watch it, I think you can watch the first two episodes and the last episode and not miss anything, honestly. Okay, to the the arena tale. And um, I'm not going to divulge what province this happened in, the parties involved, because so far, nothing has happened uh, since the incident. But it tells you kind of what the hockey culture we're dealing with. And where people are constantly saying it needs to change. And this is exactly one of those incidents. So an acquaintance rented out an arena for one hour for a birthday party for some teenage girls. One hour of ice time. Going to have the most Canadian birthday party ever. Probably had some Timbits, probably had some Timmy's hot chocolate. That's Canada. 
they get to their allotted ice time and they're confronted by a hockey coach who says, what are you doing? So the party that rented the ice said, yep, we got a birthday party here. We, we booked it. I said, no, you don't. Try another day. This is our ice time. We have the same time every single week. Which the response was, well, not today. Uh, we booked it. So as you would do, you go to the uh, manager's office or whoever, the Zamboni driver who's got the schedule. They look into the logbooks. Oh, yeah, this was booked months ago. So you think, seeing as someone booked the ice time, there was a slight um, discrepancy, confusion maybe. The other party would go on their way, say, ah, sorry for the confusion. We forgot to book it. Have a great time at your birthday party. That's not what happened. So the birthday party entered the ice, skating around. For the next hour, the team that always has their practice time there sat in the stands and heckled teenage girls. Berated them for being on the ice at a time they thought they were supposed to be on the ice. terrorized these girls so much so they never want to enter a hockey arena again. Now you're thinking, well, didn't anyone from the arena staff come and say, hey guys, maybe stop that? Nope, didn't happen. And it went so far as to when the girls were leaving the ice at the end of their ice time, they were verbally threatened by the players who assumed, how dare you take our ice? I'm going to make you never want to step on this ice again. So when I heard this, I was, I was ready to take a plane. If I had a helicopter, I would have flown right there and said, what are we doing? What's happening? This is what we're doing at rink still in 2024. And no one is saying anything. This is what we're telling. Girls that are just learning how to skate. Doesn't matter if it's girls or boys. This is the message. This is our arena. Stay the fuck out. So if there is karma in this world, I hope that the problem is solved. I hope that when it is brought to the people in charge of that arena, they see this and say, this is never going to happen again. And here's what we're going to do to rectify it. But, oh. Me was angry. I was... Blood was boiling. But I, t- I told the person I was speaking to, I said, hey, sleep on it. Deal with it the next day because 
don't act on what you want to do right now, which is probably, I don't know, burn down the arena. That's not going to go over well. Arena, she gone. So that's I that was going around in my head all weekend. McDonald's was going around on my Taylor Swift. So many things circulating. But family day cured it all with those McFlurries tobogganing with the kids. Made a perfect track down the hill. The sun melted it just enough and then it would freeze in the shadows. We had a bobsled slash luge track ready for the next Olympics. And there's no better sound than when you get to that bottom of the hill. And your kids say, let's do it again, Dad. Whoa, I don't I don't know how I got emotional about that. Sorry. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, I haven't cried in forever. That's what family day is about. I always laughed. What the hell is this family day? But when you're in the heart of it, you're like, ah, now I get it. Okay. Let's let's bring in Z Money. Z Money, how was your family day, buddy? It was outstanding. Yeah, I didn't uh, see yeah. you on the toboggan hill. No, I was not. I was uh doing chores and cleaning up around the house stuff that you know needed to be done and has uh has just been piling up. But it was a great day off, that's for sure. Oh, wasn't that sun brilliant? It, it was a gorgeous day. I took my dog on a couple of walks yesterday, and yeah, just just a beautiful day out. It was, again, one of those days where you can't describe to anyone that doesn't live in Canada where it was minus one, snow on the ground, and you're outside with no winter clothes on. And you're like, only in Canada. Uh, I don't know if you saw the, uh, the NBA All-Star game, Z-Money. Yeah, no, I did not watch it. But yes, let's start there because, I mean, the NBA All-Star Game is, uh, you know, just a, it's a joke at this point. I mean, the weekend started off very strong. The NBA unveiled their NBA AI, lots of cool stuff. You know, um, they were, they demonstrated that you're be able to watch future games in any sort of um, film or movie style or TV style you'd like. But then they lost us, or they lost me, with the rest of the weekend. Um, I didn't... I okay, where to... can you watch these games? So you can watch it like they did one in the Spider-Verse. Do you need those new Apple goggles to watch this on? I'm not 100% sure. They made, they made it look like it was going to be through their app. Um, so, I mean, you'd be watching it on your phone. So I guess the graphics aren't wouldn't be anything spectacular. But it, it did look pretty cool that they, you know, they used a Jazz and Pacers game... And they made it seem like it was almost in real time. And then, you know, the, the as the game's playing out, you're seeing it as almost like in a comic book style. Pretty cool, okay. but so doesn't what, solve the issue of their All-Star weekend. Okay, um, so I have the solution for that. And I have the idea for the NHL in which 
it will be the greatest idea they ever came up with if they do this. All right. So if the NHL wants to do, if the NHL wants to do their version of a Spider-Verse hockey game or something, there's only one thing they need to mimic. NHL 94. If the NHL could come up with that technology in which we are watching a video game with real players, the greatest video game of all time, the greatest sports video game of all time, it will be a home run. It will forget, it'll make us forget everything that Gary Bettman has done over the last, how long has he been commissioner? 50 years? He handed out the first Stanley Cup. He was there. And how you fix the NBA All-Star Game and how you fix the NHL Outdoor Games is very simple. Switcheroo. The leagues pull the switcheroo. The NBA puts theirs outdoors. The NHL uses the technology that the NBA used for their court in the slam dunk competition night in where it was uh, you could trace the players as they ran up. Some of them left like stars in their dust. Others left dust in their dust in their uh, wake. But you could see wherever they stepped on the court. Do that for the NHL, which I think the technology is there where it's not just on the broadcast, but you're in-house watching this. You're seeing a guy's path all over the ice right in front of you. While the NBA, you're outside, back to where every NBA player started playing outdoors. It brings new life to both events. Because the NBA, the all-star game as it is, it will not be played in that format again. The backlash, the outrage, the disappointment of fans seeing the NBA All-Stars half-ass it, and I get it. Why put everything on the line and risk injury? While the NHL outdoor game, the uniqueness, the visual has lost its je ne sais quoi. You tune in now, you're like, ah, I've seen this before. I, I, this has been done. They tried new things at the games in New York where they had actors walking around parks and stuff around the rink. It visually it looks spectacular, but we've seen it. It's been done. The NHL keeps doing it, and they will continue to keep doing it because the NHL is a ticket revenue generated league. They rely more on ticket revenue than any other league in North America. So when you have the largest paid attendance for an NHL game, yeah, you're going to do that again. Um, That was my takeaway from uh, that outdoor game. Great games. I've just seen it. But the NHL, I know the NHL, they will not be changing them, and they might even add more. How many outdoor games do we have this year? Four? I believe. Is there four in total? I don't know. 
That's a tough one to, to come up with on the spot there, Z-Money. I'm sorry. Uh, let's continue on with Boomsies Newsies. All right, I, I'll, I'll look for that number and I'll get back to you. But uh, yeah, continuing on. Uh, MLB pitchers and catchers have already reported to camp and opening day for Major League Baseball is right around the corner, March 28th. One person who's back with Toronto with the Blue Jays and is super excited is Kevin Kiermonner, Kiermeyer. Uh, Proud favorite? Weekend, yeah, over the weekend he was quoted as saying, Toronto treated me like a king last year. My wife was crying her eyes out when we left last year. She didn't want to leave. My kids loved it. They talked about the CN Tower all the time. They can't wait to go back. And we were discussing before taping that really Toronto sports fans love it when their favorite athletes, when their athletes come out and just say nice things about the city. Brilliant move by Kevin Kiermeyer. Textbook. Ploy, not ploy, tactic in getting fans on your side. It doesn't matter if you're playing in Plymouth, if you're playing in Detroit, if you're playing in Hoboken. You walk in there and say it's the greatest city you've ever stepped foot in. You say that about Toronto? (laughs) It's like whenever any uh, national sports uh, network, this always drove me nuts at the old shop. We'd always play clips when someone said, hey, Canada, it's a great country. I'm like, we don't, they don't play our clips when we say good things about the United States, but we would fawn over it. We would drool over the mere mention of Canada being a livable country. So when an athlete does that about a specific city, oh yeah. Well, it's the classic at a concert. Bruce Springsteen, he mentions your town. Place goes nuts. Whenever he plays a live concert, he mentions Jersey and the Jersey Turnpike and all that stuff in a lot of his songs. So when he's playing that in the New York area, crowd goes nuts. It's, it's basic human... Hmm, what word am I looking for? Emotion? Sentiment? You like people saying nice things about where you live. So Kevin Kiermeyer, hats off to you, my friend. Brilliant PR strategy. He was already a crowd favorite. Will become an even larger one now. But there is one. I don't know if he was a crowd favorite. Um, he was popular. But there is one Blue Jay who's no longer a Blue Jay is Z-Money. Yeah, Hinjin Ryu is headed back to South Korea and is expected to sign the biggest contract in KBO history. Ryu is expected to sign a four-year 17 billion won, which is equivalent to 17.2 million Canadian. Now, uh, Ryu debuted with this team, the Eagles, back in 2006 at 19 years old and won the league MVP. So big Uh, deal for Love Ryu. Uh, Man, a few words uh, because he spoke through a translator. Um, I like uh, I like athletes who sum things up quickly. Ryu, you will be missed. Uh, still waiting for that Joey Votto signing. Saw a uh, 
a clip of an at-bat with him with the Reds. This is from like 10 years ago, in which he never left the batter's box the entire time and draw, drew a walk. It's not, it's not crazy. It's just that's how Joey Votto is. He's unique. And the fact that he still hasn't been signed by anyone. The fact that he's not even at anyone's camp is mind-boggling to me. Blue Jays. What are we doing? We've got 47 infielders. Blue Jays are going to have eight infielders. Ah, it's the uh, analytics. They say, uh, yeah, have eight infielders. Uh, that's the analytics department says. There's got to be a trade coming. We got too many. You can't have eight infielders. But Ross Atkins will probably convince us, well, that's what the analytics tells us. That guy's got to do something. I was all ready to be on the Atkins bandwagon when we had that Otani flight to Toronto that never happened. I even said, I will take back everything I've ever said about the man. That's not happening. Not a single thing has been done. This team, there's, there's nothing. Ah, it's making me get all riled up again. It's making me think about the, the Taylor Swift haters. And I'm not even a big Taylor Swift fan. Just be nice. She donated $100,000. That's a good thing. It's only like five bucks to you and me. Did you donate five dollars? Well, she did it for PR. She could have not done it. There is, there is one guy I do really like. After his comments over the weekend, and that is uh, L.A. Uh, Angels Anthony Rendon. He uh, he said, and I quote. As he's referring to baseball, quote, it's never been a top priority for me. This is a job. I do this to make a living. My faith, my family come first before this job. So if those things come before it, I'm leaving. End quote. Now he's taking a lot of flack. If you can find out how much Rendon's making Z money, that would help. Um, Not that it matters. Rendon is currently uh, in the middle of a seven-year, $245 million contract. Yowzers! Holy shit! Anthony Rendon's making $245 million? Oh my god! So yeah, that's $25.5 million per season. Wow! Okay, I can see now why people might take offense to that if you're an Angels fan. Because uh, I saw some of the memes. People were like, Mike Trout, I'll give everything to this team. I'll play injured. I'll do whatever I can to help this Angels team win. Anthony Rendon. I got a bat four times during a game? Oh, man. I like where his head's at, where his job 
does not make who he is. That's what a lot of people get tied up into. You're taught. Put everything into your job. And then you'll be rewarded for it. And as it turns out, one day you're going to get fired or let go from that job. And you put everything into it. And then you realize, why did I do that? So Anthony Rendon has come to that realization. Saying, I'm getting paid. I'm putting up good numbers. What else do you want from me? Am I supposed to sleep at the ballpark? I actually w- dug into the uh, the rabbit hole. Did I duck? Oh, jeez. Sorry, alarm was going off there. Got to get my hair trimmed. I set alarms for anything I need to do in the day so I don't forget. I dug into the... No, I didn't. I dove into the rabbit hole. And Rendon did a podcast interview in which he said he would not wish the baseball life upon his worst enemy. This is a father of four who wants to spend more time with his family. And does this line of work because he's good at it and he makes very good money, but it does not define him. I have no ill will towards Anthony Rendon. Problem is, because of these comments, his entire season is going to be dissected. Every at-bat, any errors, any not going full tilt down the line, he will be under the microscope. And if he falters a little bit, yep, see, this guy's not trying. So maybe... Maybe he could have kept those thoughts to himself to avoid being persecuted for when something goes wrong this season. If, if and when something goes wrong with his season. Because it will be magnified tenfold because of those comments. So I don't wish that upon him. I just can't, can't believe Anthony Rendon's making $245 million. Oh my God. I I bet you, if you ask baseball fans, first off, what team, before this even came out, what team does Anthony Rendon play for and what position does he play? I'd like to know the percentage who could get both of those correct. Z-Money, what are you thinking? If you ask baseball fans before any of this came out, those two questions Team position, what are we looking at? 30% might get that, 25? Or am I am I misjudging this? I think you're misjudging that one. I think Anthony Rendon is enough of, of a big name name. Like when he was a free agent, I believe back in 2020, I believe he was the, like, he was the big sexy free agent that year. Everyone wanted to get him. Okay, uh, here's what we're going to do. You and I are going to stand outside of Blue Jays game this summer. And we're going to poll 50 baseball fans and ask them those two questions. We're doing Deal. this. And Deal. I'm saying we'll on a Tuesday, Tuesday or something. I'm saying 30%. You're saying higher. Are you saying above 50%? Yeah, I'll take the over. Okay. So I'm saying below 50%. You're saying, okay. 
This will be fun. And you and I will get to hang out. And then, uh, and then when the game starts, we'll just go home. Sounds like a plan to me. Because uh, ticket prices, uh, mucho no bueno. Yikes. Uh, one more story to get into. Well, not really a story. Uh, this was inspired by a Reddit post. So uh, thank you, Reddit. Now, we all know how Hollywood loves to reuse certain characters and scripts, you know. And inspired by the new Godzilla King Kong movie, what other famous icons could you pair up and create a successful movie franchise? So we've seen Godzilla and Kong, Alien and Predator, any other possible ideas? So some, similar to like Robocop and the Terminator or Rambo and Commando, do you got anything that you think would work well? You gave me some what ifs. And as soon as I looked at this list, see money, this one popped out and all I thought was this would be the greatest movie of all time. I don't know if it's possible because I don't know which studios each character belongs to and if they could ever be intertwined. Your greatest movie of all time? James Bond versus Jason Bourne. I don't need to give you a plot. You don't need one. These two guys against each other. The greatest movie. Of all time. Hands down. The second greatest movie of all time. The Smurfs versus Fraggle Rock. And I'm not saying this jokingly. Who's not watching the Smurfs versus Fraggle Rock in a battle royale fight to the death? The Smurfs, they've got doctors. They've got smart people. They've got an old guy. They've got uh, grumpy guys. Fraggle Rock, I don't know what the fuck they are. So you got the air of mystery. Like, these guys even washed? They're part caveman, I think. So those are the only two versus one another movies. The the two battles I will watch. Born versus Bond. Smurfs versus Fraggle Rock. Z-Money, which of those movies are you buying a ticket to first? Born versus Bond sounds absolutely amazing. Like the perfect movie. Uh, another idea is the guys from Heat versus Ocean's Eleven, like a nice, uh, like a robbery movie. Okay, one plans it out, and then uh, producer Troy with a great one, Jaws versus Free Willy. That's a that's a mismatch. Come on, and we don't Free Willy. We don't need to see that thing die. A day. He's finally free, and now you're gonna eat him. Nah, I, I can't. I can't watch that. It'd be too sad. Uh, also, just to get back to something you asked earlier, there are four outdoor games in the NHL this season. Okay, they're done, right? All done. Okay, another another outdoor season. All done. Uh, we thank you, Z Money, for uh, your input. Uh, we got to everything we needed to get to. Sorry for my. Uh, 
my tears, but sometimes they come out. I, I have emotion and I wear it on my sleeve and I, I'm not ashamed of that. Um, make sure you like and subscribe. Uh, be sure to join us Mondays for our live stream on the Bet Rivers Network in which uh, we play the slots. It's fun. It's a blast. I go over to Z Money's. We have our Timmy's. We have our Timbits. It, it's a real fun time. And um, tell your friends. Word of mouth is the, the greatest way to get a podcast to its peak. And in the meantime, hug someone and be nice. It doesn't cost you anything. See you later. Welcome to Boomsies with Dan O'Toozie. Live from Orno in the heart of Ontario. Oh, baby, oh, baby Boomsies. Boomsies. Thanks for listening to Boomsies.